one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. solo uh, episode. <clears throat> um, just because scheduling's been pretty weird between the three of us, and it's been a while since we put something out, so here we are. Um, yeah, so today is uh, February 17th, which obviously is a couple days past uh, the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, which were both pretty, I guess, eventful days for everybody. Um, the, (laughs) so I don't know. I kind of wanted to jump, jump right in and talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, which just like off top, I don't know. Like I haven't really seen that many articles about it this year and past years. It's like come up just like the, (laughs) the amount of just like unprecedented human trafficking that exists around the Super Bowl, you know? Uh, just like there's obviously an influx of travelers and, and people with money and people trying to party Super Bowl weekend wherever it is taking place that year. Um, so I think like statistically it's like the highest concentration of just like you know sex workers and human trafficking and, and all that kind of stuff where people just kind of fly into uh, to do that kind of stuff. So I was kind of surprised. I feel like in, in years past there's there's been like criticism of the Super Bowl, you know, just with like how much of that kind of stuff goes down. I haven't really seen any this year, but just kind of something to, you know, think about when you, when you think about like the Super Bowl is like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of, a lot of shit going on, like outside of the stadium, you know, which, which I always kind of like go to whenever people are talking about how stick they are for the, for the big game. Uh, the other big thing that happened was like during the halftime show, uh, Eminem kneeled, not during the anthem or anything. He just like kneeled, and a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say about that and like the messaging behind it and like the appropriateness of it, you know. And it, I think that that discourse is just kind of like people trying to find something to have discourse about. I don't really think it was that big of a deal either way, you know what I mean? Um, most of the critique of the halftime show was like that it was boring or that they were old or you know whatever i don't know i mean like it was entertaining it was entertaining enough it was fun like i had a good time listening to these songs from my childhood <laughs> you know what i mean except for kendrick lamar obviously but yeah like listening to the radio and stuff and people kind of like you know giving their take on what happened like you know when people call in it was always like that shit sucked and also like talking about how like Eminem being the only one who took a knee was like kind of wild because like he's a white dude or whatever you know um I don't really know how I feel about that either way like I'm I don't think that anyone should ever be surprised by anything that Eminem does that's like his his shtick is to be like shocking and like a provocateur I don't really know how provocative it was for him to kneel you know during that whole performance but I don't know whatever I did hear uh, one one guy on the radio kind of like 
express his like disdain for the entire event um because like previously like i don't know i guess like black artists were trying to boycott the eminem or calling for like a a, a boycott of not of eminem of the super bowl and of the nfl um you know because of their treatment of like people of color and because of the whole kaepernick thing you know and I guess there's like a point to be made somewhere in there where like, you know, people will talk about boycotting until like they get offered a lot of money, then like it's not really that big of a deal for them anymore, you know? And again, like that could go either way. I I, I think that people were just like trying to find like some conversation to be had uh, about the halftime show. But all in all, I think it was just kind of whatever. I don't really think there was a lot to make of it. You know, rich people are going to chase their bag. And get their money, you know, and I think that it's it would be weird to have any like political messaging that was like geared towards the people in any major sports, like anything at this point, you know, I mean, like, I think that we all know, or like, it's kind of public knowledge, like how much like, you know, the United States military puts into advertisements during football and during sporting events and especially during the super bowl in order to like you know make the army and the military look cool you know like there is a lot of propaganda that goes on like a lot of nationalist shit happens like during these big sporting events because they know that a lot of people are going to watch anyways and i'm sure that you know the people involved in the entertainment you know the people who are contracted to go and and lip sync or whatever like i i would be very surprised if any of them really jeopardized like that paycheck or like you know the the lobbying efforts for lack of a better term of the people who are like sponsoring that right like could you imagine if someone actually did do like an actual like protest move during the super bowl halftime show for you know any cause that was like counter to like the american machine right now it would be unheard of and i don't even know if they would even air it because there's like a delay on live broadcasting now and stuff but yeah, I don't know. That was like my big takeaway from a lot of like the recapping of the Super Bowl. Like the the game was whatever, but just like everyone wanted to talk about Eminem kneeling. Like why is a white guy kneeling? And I don't know. It just kind of was I don't know. It, it 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 there really wasn't anything there, but I felt like I should kind of bring it up because other people were, but I think that's kind of like a nothing burger. I don't know. Kind of people just like trying to find something to talk about. Um, you know, the other thing was valentine's day which is cool you know if you celebrate that go off like it's nice to enjoy a holiday but the <laughs> the funny thing about that day as i'm sure some people know is that it's uh you know it's the anniversary of <laughs> captain cook uh getting killed by native hawaiians you know so i obviously saw like a lot of people you know posting memes and infographics being like remember the true spirit of this day it's when captain cook was killed and all that stuff which is fun and fine, you know, like it's cool. It's an interesting piece of world history. Like definitely if you're involved in like anti-colonial stuff or, you know, indigenous anything like that will be something that you have in your back pocket. It's like a good conversation piece to have. It, it's fun to sort of talk about, about all that stuff about Captain Cook, you know, getting murked by natives and stuff. The one, I don't know. I, I, I find it kind of funny. Um, that people bring that up as like a counter to Valentine's day. Right. Just like the idea of people like getting real romantic because captain cook was killed is, is very funny to me, you know? 
like imagine you're just like some dude and you get killed and then like your legacy is like this is like the one day where people put in a lot of effort to like fuck (laughs) but they're celebrating your death you know what i'm saying like the ghost of captain cook just being like oh man like people i was such a bag of shit that like this is the one day out of the year that like a lot of people's spouses let them have sex with the lights on you know people are buying flowers and chocolates and going out to expensive dinners all to celebrate me getting killed like damn was i really that bad of a guy you know what i mean but um i don't know if we kind of like look out a little bit because there's like some other shit going on just like in the world right now like mainly the olympics are happening and i don't know like i've been trying to watch it when i can if there's like nothing else going on because it's kind of you know it's it's nice to watch something that's like live and relevant that isn't just like the same shit on netflix and hulu that that you watch all the time and the olympics are fun like they are what they are like they're terrible for the environment and they're terrible for the host country like that's well documented just like the crazy shit that goes down in terms of like building these facilities and then just like leaving them there to rot right there's like a lot of like protest groups like no olympics is a big one who protest like the existence of the Olympics, right? And just like how fucking stupid it is and just like all the bad stuff that comes with it. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people will talk about how like the Olympics are just an excuse for like the international community or at least like the host country to really like show off their like police state like shit, right? Like all the money that they've spent on like crowd control and shit, you know, and especially during COVID like that, you know, it's going to be a, a real big thing. Just like everyone gets to bring out all their toys and justify all their defense spending, right? And since it's in China, you know, you you constantly see all this stuff about like, you know, the authoritarian regime in China and how they crack down on blah, blah, blah. There was like some stuff going around about like reporters getting like taken off of like the Olympic grounds or whatever that I guess was like sort of debunked or not debunked, but. I don't know, like, right-wing media was talking about, like, people getting disappeared when in reality they were just, like, escorted out of the area but then, like, returned to the press pool later or something. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of, like, anti-China shit anyways, but especially since the Olympics are over there, like, there's just been a whole lot of, like, China is a shithole stuff going around. Like, images of these, like, games happening or, like, events happening, but then in the background there's, like, power plants and apartment buildings and shit and people being like oh look at this place it's so shitty you know whatever the olympics themselves are shitty and obviously like if you're going to build like an adult theme park like you got to do it somewhere so i don't know i feel like that was all pretty like i don't know again it's like people trying to like make issues and like make kind of like hollow points there's been a lot of just like hollow shit happening in the world (laughs) recently in terms of like geopolitics people are trying to just like make stuff up (laughs) so there's like something to talk about because that's kind of like what happens when things are kind of slow you know the only real interesting thing with the olympics like politically that i've really been sort of like privy to is like i don't know it's like there's that russian figure skater or whatever who tested positive for a banned substance but then they let them compete anyway you know, and then like comparing that to um, Shikari, the um, the uh, uh, like the sprinter, the runner girl from the United States who was like banned from the Olympics for testing positive for weed, <laughs> even though she lived in a weed legal state. You know, 
So I've seen some people sort of like try to hash that out and point out like the hypocrisy and like the racism and stuff like that involved with, you know, uh, one person being banned from the Olympics for having uh, a forbidden substance in their system while this other person was allowed to still compete. And I definitely think there is something there and something to that, you know, like I obviously like I think there is some racism involved because it's a black woman who was penalized when like a white woman wasn't, you know, like there, there's a lot to be said and a lot to really break down, like in terms of just like race relations in general and how people of color minorities are treated in America versus like, you know, other countries where they let things slide or, or like the, um, the prospect of someone winning the Olympics, like what that means in terms of like a national narrative and how, um, you know, some athletes will be pushed to the forefront while others will be sort of like pushed to the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't think that if like an Olympic athlete tested uh, for marijuana was like a white person that anything would really happen to them in the United States, but it's a black woman. And of course they get the book thrown at them. I don't really think that that's like, hard to imagine i don't really think that that's like surprising to anyone who really pays attention to stuff here not trying to like you know be an alarmist or anything or get like real libby about it you know when just like pointing out just like how fucked the country is like i definitely have seen a lot of like you know people really missing the point with bringing up like that hypocrisy and and trying to tie it strictly to just like um like the racism that people have been pointing out like since George Floyd stuff, right? As opposed to just like bringing up the fact that America has always been like this. If that makes sense, right? Like I I see a lot of people who um are bringing up like race relations in America but only like post George Floyd as opposed to just like the entire existence of the country. Which is is sad on one hand because like this place has always run on racism and Racism is part of, you know, the American model. It's part of capitalism and stuff like that. It's part of just like the general exploitation that we have to deal with and the unfairness that women face and that people of color face and, and, and stuff like that. Um, it's existed for a long time, not just after uh, the George Floyd stuff and, and all the Black Lives Matter prominence in like the American protest scene. You know, that being said, like people talking about the injustices at the end of the day, like, that's a good thing. It just kind of bums me out that, like, they're looking at it, like, with such a narrow view. You know what I'm saying? But that kind of just, like, is is really what it is. Um, I don't know. The last thing I kind of wanted to talk about this week is, like, a slow week. Let's be honest. Like, there really isn't that much going on that really needs to be dissected, you know, in any, like, meaningful way, you know, um, just, like, in general. but. The Ukraine-Russia stuff is still slogging along. You know, I guess there was supposed to be, like, this invasion happening earlier in the week that didn't fucking go down. I've been seeing a lot of really funny stuff, too, where, like, you know, Ukrainian officials are basically like, hey, can you guys, like, stop building this whole, like, Ukraine-Russia thing up, like, super intensely? Because, like, you're fucking with the Ukrainian, like, economy. Like, everyone's fucking freaked out. People are pulling out. Like, people are fucking scared. But, like, we still have to be here and do stuff, right? And so they're just, like, losing all this money. Their economy's, like, 
getting hit really hard by like this impending fear that the West is putting into Ukrainians about like the Russians coming, even though the Ukrainians, I guess, have kind of been like, hey, we don't really see any evidence of Russia like actually doing anything crazy. And then the Russians are like, we have no interest in invading Ukraine. You know, so that 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 was something that I that I did find really interesting that like the mainstream news, not just like <clears throat> what I would consider the more like honest and like informed reporting that you find on like Twitter and Instagram and like alternative news and media sources, right? Like like the big the big media houses in the United States, the big like news people are even starting to report on like the fact that like these Ukrainians are like, Hey, can you guys fucking chill out? Like nothing is happening like we still have to be here and like function as a fucking country and we need money and like america like creating this hysteria is like really fucking with our shit you know it's 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 interesting how like that narrative is starting to kind of like collapse in on itself right and i, and I keep on hearing these like press conferences that are done by like these high up american officials where they're like russia could come at any second like we have intel that they're trying to do all this stuff but we can't tell you where it's from like they were accusing them of like doing false flags in like Donbass or whatever like just like crazy shit where it's like they're really just like trying everything they can to like create this like environment of fear and hysteria and stuff just to like kind of destabilize the region right it's really just like what it seems like to me at this point like you know, the Russians are continually like, we have no interest in invading Ukraine. Like, we are over here because, you know, we don't want fucking NATO showing up. So, like, if you guys come over here, like, there's going to be fucking problems. And also, like, I don't know, Russia, like, if you want to, like, have sovereign nations, right? Like, if you want to do this whole statecraft thing where, like, there are countries, like, and there are sovereign nations that are recognized by other sovereign nations right russia is a fucking country what russia does within its own borders is its own fucking business right so the fact that like they're mobilizing troops and moving troops around like that's kind of like their own domestic business you know like i don't understand why the west thinks that they can like act upon like russia doing stuff in their own borders with their own people like they're not really doing anything that concerns anyone else it just seems silly to me like and and i think that like that is also becoming more apparent with like the international community and also like it get it's starting to get covered more in like domestic news too where it's like people starting to kind of like question why we're making a big deal out of russian troops moving around i think a lot of this is like people looking back at like the russian georgian conflict you know and how like that was kind of obviously like a way to keep uh georgia out of nato <clears throat> but like even like within that like i think it's pretty clear that like ukraine is never going to join nato it's just like not going to fucking happen doesn't seem like there's much interest uh, like from nato or maybe even from ukraine that like they want to really go through with this shit because what it would mean right they know that it would be a whole fucking thing if they come in and like they i don't know like it seems like they're doing just fine with like their place like economically. And I don't really know what they would benefit from, from joining NATO. Like they would just immediately become a huge like military base to like, look at Russia. You know what I'm saying? It just seems like silly to me. Also like the whole like conflict in the Donbass reason. I know I'm saying it wrong, but like, I don't really care. Like 
I find that very interesting because that area, like, <laughs> they seceded from Ukraine or, like, they have claimed independence, but no one's, like, and none of the international community has recognized it. But they are saying, like, they aren't part of Ukraine anymore. They are their own fucking thing. Like, they are, like, a separatist area. I have no problem with that, you know, like, in and of itself. Like, if 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 a region wants to, you know, like, secede from like their country like and everyone who lives there is like down like why not go for it so it's also like this weird thing where like technically it's not even like ukraine that's like involved in that like it's just like this weird thing where like donbass isn't even like part of ukraine in their eyes it's like a sovereign nation it's like it's 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 russia and then it's this <laughs> seceded area and then there's also ukraine and they're all kind of just like fighting with each other and trying to figure out what's going on and then the west is like trying to give their two cents also and talk about how like russia's invade it's just like this whole mess that really like no one has any business being involved in aside from ukraine uh the separatists and then russia you know and and yeah like there is evidence i guess that like you know russians might have been involved just because like the people in that region like identify more as Russian than they do Ukraine. But it's, I don't know, just like fucking, I don't know. I feel like Ukraine should just kind of like let them go. Right. Cause all this is going to do is just create a lot more like unnecessary conflict. Like, I don't know. It's kind of fucking stupid that they're trying to keep them, like keep them in fucking Ukraine just because like, that's a line that was drawn a while ago. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It it just seems like silly that all this stuff is really like being prolonged and like being made to be like this huge fucking thing. And there's all these other nations now that are trying to like give military aid to Ukraine and it just seems like it's like very like laid bare in front of everyone that like this is nothing more than like the military industrial complex just trying to find like a reason to exist and justify itself and making the boogeymen and trying to find reasons to like get people all worked up and and yeah and just like justify their own existence like it just seems it seems really fucking silly and it kind of sucks that it's like such a big thing on the like international like stage right now but i guess it really is what it is i don't know oh another thing that happened was uh america killed <laughs> the leader of isis recently in northern syria and that was interesting because I remember uh, when that happened like a couple days ago or whatever, like I was listening to the news and all the news coverage and fucking they were talking about what happened or whatever. And they called the dude like a pussy for using like a like a suicide vest and blowing up his house or whatever the fuck it was. And fucking Joe Biden even went on like his little press conference and was like, and uh, people are going to say that that's not what happened. But trust me, it is. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that's like a really good thing to just put out there. <laughs> like. You know, trying to, like, talk about this mission that the United States just, like, you know, executed and then ending it with being like, and also, uh, people might say that's not what happened, but it totally is. And I was like, oh, uh, that's okay, dude. Like, whatever you say. And then, of course, like, right after that, I was listening to, like, I think I was listening to Al Jazeera or something. But, like, they, like, interviewed some people who were, like, there, who were, like, around, like, the house or, like, the building that the dude was assassinated in. And they straight up talk about like fucking attack helicopters, like shooting the building and shit. So it really was funny how like the American propaganda arm was like, we went in and we took all necessary precautions to like minimize civilian casualties. We only killed like 11 other people, 
but then like this fool like blew himself up because he's a coward you know and he's he didn't want to face justice and so like we did the right thing and we did it the best we could and then like there's other people who were like there who were talking to reporters and were like yeah it was fucking terrifying and like they just like swooped in and uh there was a fucking helicopter like shooting up the building and shit and it was fucked and everyone's traumatized and this is fucking insane you know and of course all this does is just like create another power vacuum like there's always going to be a leader of isis and you know and also like i personally am like skeptical of a lot of these things where like these people get identified as like these high-ranking members of these like terrorist organizations because i don't really have any way to verify that like i just get told that like some dude it holds some position in some organization and then next thing you know there's like a car bombing and they kill a bunch of people and then one of them happens to be just like you know what i mean it just seems like poor shit a lot of the times and like it's just getting really old. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not surprising that America's still trying to do this like war on global terror thing. But at the same time, it's like, just like fucking get over. It. I don't know. It's just, it's like a waste of time and money and life and effort and all that shit. And it's, it's just like fucked up, you know? Uh, the last thing that I should bring up on this side of the paywall, I am going to do a Patreon episode today. I haven't done one in a while and I feel bad about that. Um, if you live in Baltimore, just a big old heads up. Uh, there are speed traps, like speed cameras on 83 now, uh, going north and south, like around the bridges for like Cold Spring and for Northern Parkway, you know, one going north, one going south. And there is signage that says like, uh, watch your speed, like speed camera in effect. Um, so yeah, don't get a ticket, but also be really careful driving there because people like speed really bad in that area. And then they see those signs and they like slam on the brakes, you know, and as someone who's on the roads, like every day, like I have since those signs have gone, have gone up. Like I've seen so many people almost get into accidents, you know, in that area. So probably not the best place to have these speed cameras, but you know, I've been seeing more speed cameras pop up around the city in general. Um, but yeah, so just be careful on 83, especially once the weather gets bad again, because you know, if you're not paying attention, you see a thing where it's like, you're going to get a ticket, dude, you hit the brakes, your car slides in like a notoriously bad <laughs> road anyway, like 83 is like a death trap as it is. So just be fucking careful guys. But, um, yeah, that's the episode. Thank you for listening. Um, if you like the show, please like, and subscribe, give us a good review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, tell your friends that would be really cool um, you can find the show on all social media platforms and from there you can find the individual profiles for myself co-host Kevin and super producer Andrew um, we do have a Patreon for 5 bucks a month you get an extra episode uh, whenever we do regular episodes I'm going to be recording one right after this because it's been a while because we've been doing these like little mini ones because scheduling has been pretty insane for the three of us um, but yeah Thanks, bye.